She, she thinks my sex are sexy. They Try really to... turn no. her on. <laughs> Start over. Try that again. <clears throat> it's not okay. sex or spexy, you goofball. <laughs> spexy. <laughs> it would help if it wasn't. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Hey there, welcome to the F-Plus Podcast, Terrible Things Read with Enthusiasm. My name's Lemon. And I'm John. And uh, Lemon, before we start, um, just want to ask, are you going to need me to read tonight? Uh, yeah, we got Jimmy Franks, we got Isfahan, yeah, I want all you right. to read, yeah. Alright, uh, alright, I just I, I was just asking, normally I'd be up for it, but uh, I just got this new prescription for my glasses. New prescription? Really, really high prescription. It's kind of, I'm finding it's making things hard to read. Just really, really tough. In fact, when I wear them, I have to squint. Uh-huh. Words. It's a really strong prescription. It's really very strong. Yeah. I don't know why they prescribed it, but I guess doctors know best. So yeah. they're, just, they're Coke bottles, even. Just yeah, it's gigantic. Making, oh, it's Coke bottles? Gigantic lenses. Like I, Tell I, me about your glasses, you dirty uh, bitch! Uh, oh, oh, God. Uh, uh, okay. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, let me explain what that was. Um, Please. Yeah. Uh, I am... Um, well, I am someone that is diagnosed, or self-diagnosed with OO, which is optical obsession. Oh, okay. I don't know if you know about the community that I belong to, but we are fans of not ladies with glasses, because that's a pretty commonplace fetish. But we are fans of ladies with crazy glasses. Ladies with glasses where their eyes, like, make them look anime head. Because... (laughs) Because it's like negative sixty glasses. Um, so I'm sorry for victimizing you in that way. I, but however, if you are cool with it, then we'll oh, talk. you know, no problem. I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize you had this particular, um, yeah. Let's say quirk, whatever let's say quirk. Quirk. Let's. That's a good word. Yes, quirk. I, I didn't know because I was just playing it up for you accidentally. Well, I mean, I should have seen there was something going on with my huge glasses. Well, I should be able to see that. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, let's get to some glass porn! In the room tonight, we have Boots Rain Gear. As he had a letter in one hand and a phone in the other, I slipped his glasses onto his face and slid them up his nose. John? Glasses! Jimmy Franks? I'm a gay paraplegic vampire with bone cancer and a glasses fetish. <laughs> Sign me up. Portex! Who's my sexy, spexy podcast? Isfahan! Now I am your crippled reader. <laughs> Jack Chick! I took it gradually down to plus 5.75 and he was reading the 2030 without difficulty! Stog! <laughs> Morticutio Four Eyes! Romeo! I have a boner from wearing these glasses! <laughs> Fuck me now! Forget about Juliet! <laughs> and Lemon. There are several in- URLs that seem interesting. Girls with Glasses, iScene, and Vision World Forum. <laughs> Girlswithglasses.com This, this would usually be the part where I would try to explain to you people what exactly is going on. Um, 
Yeah, can't do that. Focus. Can't can't do that at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, greatness is going on. That's why. So, uh, but this is this is all Bobby, right? Is this all? No, Bobby? no. This is no. Bobby owns the site, but like he has a. There's a bunch of people who contribute. All right, all frame right. it for us. So, so check. Bobby is the uh, is the alpha glasses fetishist. Yes. Right. Yeah. He's, yes. yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. Framed it for us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not right. gonna stop. <laughs> see, see, the rest of the rest of us were ignoring it. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, I don't mind. But it, like when a bully says bad things, you just ignore <laughs> him and he'll go away. <laughs> All right, uh, Jimmy Franks, uh, do you want to start out by telling us um, some things about yourself? Dear, uh, sure. About me, or what a weirdo I am. No, sure. I'm sure you're not weird. <laughs> I have an eyeglasses fetishist. Okay. I like girls and women who wear glasses, especially those who need to wear very strong minus glasses. I like oh. plus glasses, too. Okay. However, I really prefer thick minus lenses. Frames and lenses have always drawn my attention. There's nothing like looking at a nice woman with spectacles sitting on her nose and seeing her small eyes hidden behind the thick lenses. <laughs> All right, let's have a brief bit of ophthalmology talk. The minus lenses, those are the ones that make your eyes huge, right? Those are, yeah, those are for nearsighted. Oh, bottle okay. glasses? And plus is... glasses is farsighted. So so if you have really, really strong plus glasses, are your eyes really tiny? Well, no. I'm assuming he just thinks it's like a fucking cartoon when you take off the glasses and they got the tiny eyes on it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Since I was a small boy, I've always been fascinated by eyeglasses. Glasses are also a great turn-on for me. No. Trying glasses, wearing glasses, <laughs> buying glasses, talking about glasses and visual problems. <laughs> All these topics bring me pleasure and satisfaction. Oh, this guy's probably a great Pua. <laughs> so what's better, one or two? Oh, keep going. <sighs> just No, glasses Pua would just be like, I bet you have 20-20 vision. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see this? You can't, you fucking whore. <laughs> I don't remember when it started nor why. All I can say about the beginning is that I realized that women with glasses attracted me very early. I think I was about five. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I also kidding. wanted to wear glasses. Okay. This need of mine had not been fulfilled for a long time, but when I had my first glasses, I really loved them. Many years later, I managed to fulfill my desire to wear very strong glasses using GOC. What is GOC? This oh is God. glasses over contacts. Is what that is. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> see, see, you balance them out, right? So you wear contacts that have a strong prescription, and then you have glasses that have oh a pres- prescription. Is, wow. is that actually what it is? So it's kind of. It's something like that. I think it's also just um, just the fact that he's wearing two different eye, you know, fixing things at the same time. I'm not. I yeah, like you a could look at, You could look the at glasses fetishist version of double bagging it. Yeah, kind of. You, <laughs> you, you could try looking it up, but seriously, I still don't fucking quite comprehend it, so it's not even really worth looking at. But... All right, um, but I actually want to scroll. Uh, Jimmy Franks, uh, you're going to tell us a little bit about your teenage years. You may think I often dated girls with glasses. No, no, you're mistaken. Mostly girls with glasses are not interested in me, or probably I used a bad method to approach them. Hi, I want to come on your glasses. Where are you, where are you going? Just, just hold your glasses up to my dick and let me jerk off. Just for ten minutes, okay? 
Uh, I remained an observer. I used to go by tram from one end of the town to the other looking for a nice sighting. Get it? I saw many girls and women with glasses. I did not ask the girls, the women and girls I saw about their glasses. I only watched them and tried to be as unobtrusive <laughs> and discreet as possible. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How, they wouldn't be able to tell they're so nearsighted anyway. Like, really I think that blob is looking at me. <laughs> you just you take off your lenses to clean them for a bit, and you put them back on, and there's a dude staring at you right in the face. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, that's an exorcist <laughs> shit right there. I usually travel by the tram or the bus until the object of my pleasure got off. As I said, <laughs> oh, I, oh, wait. That's sometimes I had to wait for days. <laughs> As I said, I dated two girls with glasses. Ivana was a beautiful, slim brunette with big breasts and blue-gray glasses with minus three diopters. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the two things you can remember about Ivana. Yes. Are that she had big tits and the color of her frames. And her prescription. Well, yeah, the yeah. Prescri- yeah, the exactly. prescription is very important. <laughs> he stole the prescriptions all the time. I dated her for about six months and I was 16. I liked looking at her myopic eyes while <laughs> her wonderful boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Just so you know, I like your glasses better. The other girl was Marie. She was blonde, well-built, not very pretty, and one year older than me. She fell in love with me soon. I don't realize what happened. I started dating her. We made love with our glasses on for many times, but I never told her that her minus five diopters were the main attraction she had for me. <laughs> just the terminology, the very specific terminology just sticks out so much. Yeah. Nice diopters, baby. The relationship got broken after one year. That time I found a new girlfriend. The first girl to whom I told about my fascination with glasses. But as I was 20 years old, I think I will leave the story for the next part. What's the title of the next part? (laughs) Before Internet. Before Internet. (laughs) Alas, we'll never actually get to that part before or after Internet. Um, Instead, what I have for you, and we're already, it's already time for fan fiction. (laughs) Perfect. We don't need to fuck around. <laughs> yes, it, it was the year 1989, or as I call it, 6BI. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, all right. Uh, Isfahan, you want to bring us some lovely, uh, lovely Irish poetry here? <laughs> <laughs> a poetic composition for a lazy Friday afternoon in two parts, I will. <laughs> when you are young, your eyes shine bright. They focus like lasers even at night. While the myopic kids have to get their eyes tested, yours are always relaxed, clear, and rested. Okay. Then in college, headaches start to arise. The optometrist confirms the problem's your eyes. <laughs> are sighted or hyperopic. It's quite an interesting visual topic. Oh, this is actually some pretty good wordplay, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your eyes have to work more than they should. These mild reading glasses will do you some good. For years, the glasses work quite well. You wear them when you read for a spell. But for distance, they really aren't required, although your eyes do start to feel tired. And then at 40, in a dimly lit venue, you find that you cannot read the menu. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow, the fact that it's somewhat well-written makes it great. I love it. Presbyopia is what you're told, and this diagnosis leaves you feeling old. 
Stronger glasses are going to be needed. Your your close vision is worse. It must be conceded. <laughs> Just ends so cheesily every time. totally. For a couple of years, the new glasses work fine, though you always must have them when you go out to dine. But your bare-eyed far vision is still very clear, or at least much better than you were near. Didn't scan so well there. Can I have to talk about that? Sort of hear that line fall in the toilet right there. (laughs) (laughs) Then you look down the hall where a sign is hung, and you wonder, could I really see that when I was young? As I stand here now, all the letters are blurred, but my far vision is good. This is absurd. (laughs) The the way eyes work make me mad. (laughs) That night, when you're reading on the train, and even with glasses, it's a bit of a pain. The magazine is too close, the print is too small, but without your glasses you can't read at all. You put off an appointment because you know what comes next, even though you're still struggling with small text. You find yourself squinting when driving the car. Is your vision worse now, that near or at far? But finally you accept your fate, and your progressive lenses sure work great. <laughs> you see better. <laughs> <laughs> You see better than you have in years. No more ice drain, no more tears. The only problem that you can find is that now when you're bare-eyed, you're practically blind. And that's it. <laughs> now so I have a glasses, glasses fetish glasses? and an Irish accent fetish. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Thanks, this, this one's now <laughs> called My Own Private Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh my oh, own oh, private this. Oh. Opt- optic yeah. obsession is, I think. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I like that optic obsession called... looks looks like somebody with really big glasses. It does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that. I'm the sure one. they like that too. It's I'm... my own private mm-hmm. big eyed emoticon. My own private ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, John. I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, okay. Uh, if you would scroll down to uh, section three, please. Section. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, um, all four eyes, which is your name. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about lenses? Well, answer. As far as plus versus minus goes, my interest is about a 75% slash 25% split, with myopia and minus lenses predominating. My general outlook is the stronger the better for both types, though moderate and very high minus each have their own unique charms, and I am all but completely uninterested in very weak prescriptions of (laughs) 1.50 diopters or so in either direction. Weak prescriptions are for weak people. (laughs) I find reading glasses particularly disappointing and frustrating, (laughs) almost worse than no glasses at all. Oh, God. No. I'm glasses-free hardcore. I shove that spin-around case at Walgreens every time I go in. What Where'd the get fuck you? is that? What are you wearing? Where'd you get those fucking reading glasses? Walgreens? Though I am though I am mildly interested in mild minus used for just driving and blackboards, etc., especially if the re- wearer is young enough to be likely to still be increasing in their myopia and or if the wearer appears to be squinting and struggling to see with the glasses, indicating a need for stronger ones. You know, Macular degeneration gets me off like nothing yeah, else. Yeah, 
As someone who has incredibly terrible eyes, I just have to wonder how many people have jerked off to me losing my glasses in public. <laughs> well, as the person writing this article, are you doing anything, Twan? <laughs> now you're going back through your entire life, replaying everything. Yeah, yeah, just... It's like a whole fucking Kobayashi scene. Vortex, the clue might have been the guy staring at you every time you were on the train. Oh, that was a, a creepy uncle telling you to read while you're in a car. I've been thinking about a way to show how a person's bespectacledness is that a word? Hmm. Affects my perception of how attractive he slash she is. So I made a sort of chart or scale showing how different specs affect me. As a baseline, I tend to look at everyone, the G factor notwithstanding, as being in ascending order. Number one, uninteresting. Number two, interesting. Number three, attractive. And number four, hot. Number five, back to uninteresting. It's a circle. This is much... This is... You know, the poos could learn a lot from this. It's not one to ten with this person. It's one to four. Now, Sexy glasses. Measured in diopters. Now, from just a barely discernible RX, frames alone do nothing for me unless they're my favorites... There's an asterisk there. I guess I'll leave that where it is. Up to a plus or minus three on most anyone moves up one notch on my scale. What? Everyone is at least interesting and already a hottie without specs becomes scorching. All right, hang on. I need to open up Excel. Yeah, the the junctioning system for figuring out. These glasses give you a plus three to hotness. I think you should keep them. I'm rolling for orgasm already. <laughs> Natural twenty every time. Okay. So you, 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 no, you walk up to her and you say, "So, you know, can you tell me what my my hotness rating is?" She says, "Well, hold on. It's like it's not that easy. I have to <laughs> make a partial differentiation <laughs> graph." Got that function programmed into my TA83. Just give it a second. <laughs> I play Doom on my TI83. <laughs> Not very. Okay. <laughs> a plus or minus three is six moves one two places up. So everyone's attractive. The attractive to begin with are scorching and the hotties are boiling. So, so everyone starts with a base on that girl of attractive. Oh god damn it, I can't follow this. <laughs> <laughs> with a plus or minus six to ten, most anyone is hot to me. At least going number one, hot. Number two, scorching. Ooh. Number three, boiling. Oh. Number four, blistering. <laughs> At plus or minus 10 to 20, we have number one, scorching. <laughs> two, boiling. Number three, blistering. Number four, subnuclear. Yes, I have that top. a better thesaurus. Subnuclear? Number four, fission. Number five, fusion. <laughs> For six, heat death of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> and from plus or minus 20 on, I am completely melted by the person's intense optical power and rendered helpless and stupefied. Anyone else remember the Nickelodeon cartoon Doug, where Doug has a secure <laughs> alter ego no. named Quail Man, who would give the villains the quail eye? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. That was incredibly specific. <laughs> That's why she's called Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> Why is that in there? <laughs> Why the fuck is that in there? Don't question it. Oh, parentheses too. Hey, remember Nickelodeon cartoons? Anyways, I'm getting off on glass. 
Well, actually, this last is strictly theoretical, as I've never actually met anyone with this high in RX. But if I did, I'm sure that's how I'd feel. I've come pretty close with a few subnuclears. <laughs> I've come pretty close to conviction oh with a few subnuclears. <laughs> All right. uh, I have one more question for you, John. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, if you scroll down a bit, how do you think OO compares to other fetishes? And also, at the same time, do you have any other fetishes? I'm asking oh, both well. those questions at once. So, he, 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 so um, let me sum it up. I say a bunch of shit about the whole eye fetish thing and general interest in BDSM, I guess. Right. And then I say... I also have another major fetish, which is completely different from my optic obsession and actually my biggest turn-on of all from a purely get-me-to-orgasm viyupoint. If you must know, okay. it's Omurashi. Which, oh, I don't know what that is. Well, okay. I will Go tell on. you. Oh, that okay. means I get aroused from having or imagining I have a full bladder. I told you. Oh, wow. It comes from Japanese for to wet oneself. Of course, the moments of desperation and ultimate loss of control are the most exciting part for most people with this fetish, including me. Though unlike some people with this fetish, I don't want to have someone else pee on me or make me drink their pee or anything gross like that. Sorry if I offended anyone who likes this sort of thing, trying to stretch mind a bit wider open. Is that a fetish too? It's not a urine fetish, you fucking weirdo. Is that the wetting yourself? Well, I personally have a mind-stretching fetish, so... (laughs) Goatsy brain. My omurashi is strictly a sexual interest. It does not give me any kind of emotional or intellectual satisfaction the way my O-O-ness does. (laughs) What? In other words, I can't make a graph of how much you want to pee, Ergo. (laughs) (laughs) That graph just has two points, yes and no. Boldened and cultured every time he sees a woman with glasses. Hmm, yes. Intellect plus two. What if a girl with glasses needed to pee? <laughs> that would That's be thermonuclear. That's super nuclear. I do read websites concerning Omarashi, but only when I'm specifically seeking out sexual stimulation, one that urge once that urge has been satisfied. I'm no longer interested, and I have never written, nor do I desire to write wedding stories. So don't uh, think that shit about me. Okay. But, oh, like right, like marriage stories. I, is that another thing? What wedding stories? Oh, wetting, wetting. Wet- yeah, no wedding, wetting. Oh, yes. oh dear. Wedding. Okay. As in pissing themselves. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you, Stock. Go on. <laughs> thank you, Stock. No, it's a genuine thank you, Stock. <laughs> in when someone you love loves glasses, I discussed the di- the difference between fetish and obsession. And this illustrates it well. I have a fairly strong omarashi fetish, but I'm not obsessed with peeing at all. Another difference between this and my OO is that while my OO is completely switchable, meaning I enjoy equally my own myopia and glasses and the refractive errors and glasses of others, my omarashi is completely self-directed. My it's own only- myopia? I am so turned on by having bad eyesight! I, oh, I, I all the time! I so can't look at the bottom line, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> It's only my own desperation I'm interested in. When reading stories, I always transpose things and imagine myself in the main character's situation. Oh, so she she's only into herself needing to pee, not Wait, anyone else. Woman? I I'm pretty sure. I'm not entirely sure, also, but I think so. All right. 
Um, I feel like I feel like John, you might have a couple minor fetishes if you skip a paragraph. Do you have any minor fetishes? Oh, I do. My minor fetishes include an undoing of buttons fetish and a necklace fetish. No, those <laughs> are not super early. They are hot. Can't you just imagine having a nice, cool little strand of metal to chew on while you kiss his neck? No, I suppose I can, but why? There's nothing more sexy than chewing on metal. That's why. <laughs> well, chewing on metal while you have to pee. <laughs> and glasses. Don't forget the glasses. Oh, right. Glasses. Yeah, where did the glasses? <laughs> we totally went off track on the site. <laughs> um, and, then, and then skipping one more paragraph, I feel like you even have more minor fetishes you want to talk about. Well, okay. I also have a couple minor fetishes that I'm not sure even count as such, since they're closely related to the normal sexual pattern. <laughs> you want normal sex? That doesn't count. Yeah. I have an impregnation fetish, though in real life I'm not at all sure whether I want to have kids. And a horny guy fetish. <laughs> oh, how many that, fetishes do you have? That's not, a, fucker? that's not a fetish. That's okay. Whatever. <laughs> I have a person wanting to have sex with me fetish. That's, <laughs> that's what the internet's turned us into. The, yeah. the person's like, I'm into sex with other people and nothing weird. <laughs> wow, that's cool. We should start a community. Or maybe everybody finds the idea of someone of the opposite sex or same whichever way your gate swings being super horny to be a turn on uh, no nope. no one ever no totally unfucking <laughs> I, what are you talking about fucking freak yeah oh man this person wants to have sex with me i'm sure i'm interested in having sex with him <laughs> you know what amorophilia is <laughs> not amore but um it's in that paragraph it's when you want to fucking eel when the moon hits your... Well, you let get me off to You mean the blindfold fetish? Oh, no. Yeah, keep going. Oh, uh, I found it. Oh, it is a blindfold fetish. It's, it's, it's a blind it fetish. Is. It's a blind Spoilers. fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. We learned um, something new today. I suppose, really, my OO is a kind of mixed fetish. My other fetishes are all action fetishes. <laughs> Action fetish! fetish. <laughs> In there... Here that, to pee I'm, on your glasses. <laughs> in that I'm turned on by what the guy or I do, even the necklace slash buttons are simply a prop for action and not, and so not a true object fetish. My amorophilia is a state of being or type of person fetish. I don't get excited over white canes or braille books by themselves, only seeing them being used slash imagining myself using them. But my OO is a combination state of being slash type of person fetish. I like my opes and hyperopes, with, whether with glasses, bare-eyed, or yes, even with contacts. If I know what's really there underneath, hey, they have to come out sometime. And a classical fetish or object <laughs> fetish, while most people typically think of when they think of fetishes, meaning I can also be turned on by just seeing a pair of glasses by themselves. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> just just floating in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> My sex life is complicated. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's a number of there's a number of uh, the authors here. Yeah. Um, one uh, calls himself. Uh, one calls himself uh, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> and wait, and wait, the Edgar Allan Poe? Actually, he misspells Allen, so it's Edgar A L L A N Poe. In the fine tradition of Shakespeare Hemingway. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Edgar was uh, known to do that. And and now that you mention it, there is a guy called Will Shakespeare, um, 
And here are the stories that Will Shakespeare has written about his – these are his glasses fetish stories, right? Mm-hmm. Much Ado About Nothing, All's Well That Ends Well, Two Gentlemen of Verona, Midsummer uh, but, Night's Dream, Measure wait, for Measure, As You but, Like It, and The Taming wait. of the Shrew. What's <laughs> so familiar? So rich. Well, creepy. Uh, I want to do – I want to – there is a touch of The Taming of uh, – Will Shakespeare's telling of the taming of the shrew. <laughs> Another story of Will Shakespeare and his staff of gay optometrists. Yes, Will yes! Shakespeare. <laughs> that is what the, that is what it's called. Another story of Will Shakespeare. And oh his, wait, the, the no, but, no, wait, wait, okay. When Stog said that, I thought Stog was just being Stog. But no, 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 no. 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 That's uh, see, the thing is, is that Will Shakespeare's stories are all a theme. Uh, there is a there is a lens shop called Shakespeare's. Uh, which is, True. which is uh, serviced by you know Randy young men. <laughs> Where's Jimmy? Seated in my armchair with a large gin in his hand, he began to relax. And yes, he was a bit emotional. He shed a few tears, but that embarrassed neither of us. And presently he said, "You know, I have a feeling I deserve all this trouble I've had. There was a kid at school who wore strong glasses." Really thick they were. Coke bottles weren't in it. He couldn't play rugby. He did long-distance running instead. But we all showered together. And he always (laughs) had a raising stand in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) You remind me of a guy I knew. Anyway, we fucked. (laughs) Poor kid was obviously gay and couldn't hide it. I think he fancied me, and I certainly fancied him. But I wasn't going to let him or anyone lace know that I was that way. Not then. My mates and I called him names. You know, the kind of thing. His specs fascinated me. And I used to snatch them off his face and run away with them. (laughs) He was helpless without them. But he learned enough judo to throw me if I tried anything. So he wasn't really helpless. (laughs) Yeah. Dream about him sometimes. He was well hung and had a lovely figure. I wish I could tell him how sorry I am. (laughs) What the fuck? Also, hello, Snake. It's Master Miller. (laughs) You have to do the next next paragraph, too. That's amazing. I digested this information, outwardly calm, but inwardly anything but... And then said, if you'll excuse me a minute, I really could do with getting these contact lenses out. Of course, I didn't realize you were wearing them. (laughs) I went to my bedroom, put my glasses where I couldn't fail to find them, took the contacts out, sweet relief, and put my glasses on before heading back to the sitting room. (laughs) Yeah, and I love that paragraph. (laughs) Take those fucking contacts out. (laughs) No, it's the glasses. As I entered the room, Bruno started to say something, looked up and saw me, and stopped. He gave a sort of choking gurgle and then said, Christabel! Oh, Christabel! (laughs) Yes, that is what you used to call me. Most people call me Kit these days, but you can make it Kitty if you like. But, But after the way I treated you at school, how can you be so kind to me? Well, maybe we've all grown up since then, and of course you were beautiful then, and you're just as beautiful now. Oh, oh, darling. He burst into tears, good and proper, and I shed a few tears of happiness myself as I stroked his head. Yeah, I love the antebellum phrasing here. God is my witness, I will never go hungry for cock again. (laughs) After a while, he stood up, put his arms round me, and without our glasses clashing at all, drew me into a long, long kiss. 
Presently his hands began to explore my body, and when he felt my erection, he grasped and said, God's truth, it's bigger than ever. (laughs) (laughs) I say. dick in his hand and go, alas, poor cock. (laughs) Now listen, I said, you came to me as a patient in the first instance, and that puts us in a professional relationship. Somebody once said that medical ethics mean you can make your lover one of your patients, but you mustn't Uh, make your patient one of your lovers. In other words, if I were to seduce you, I'd be guilty of serious professional misconduct. So if there's going to be any seducing... It's up to you to do it. I really don't think ophthalmologists take the Hippocratic Oath. (laughs) First, do no harm, so don't put glasses into people's eyes. This is totally a loophole. You you can't seduce somebody, but you can tell them to seduce you. (laughs) Right, he said with a sudden broad grin that transformed his face. That I can handle. The handling began inside my slacks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, hang on. Let me explain what I mean by handle. This is the best Shakespeare play I've ever seen. Uh, the handling began inside my slacks, and then he suddenly stopped and said, You know when I used to snatch your specs? <laughs> yes. Well, what I really dreamed of doing was getting them away from you when we were alone in the shower and having my way with you when you couldn't see what I was doing. What? (laughs) Interesting idea, said I. Raping me? (laughs) Yeah. how would you feel about letting me realize my adolescent fantasies with that amount of seduction? It just might. Okay, then, let's take a shower. Don't take your specs off. I'll do that without warning. <laughs> but you know it's coming. They're such, they're such gentlemanly gay lovers. Tell I like no warning except for this one. I like how, since Jimmy didn't change his voice at all, it's just two Jimmy Franks in glasses <laughs> making out with each other. <laughs> It's yeah, liquid snake and Master Miller. Yeah, <laughs> Turn the love box. All right. Um, I, I want you. I want everyone, uh, real briefly, um, to listen to some terrible music. Yeah. Uh, I'll listen there's, to it right now. There, there's a reason why, and Stog especially, you need to listen to this. Oh no. She thinks my tractor sexy. <laughs> All right, well, fuck that. That's enough of that. Yeah. All right, so that's Kenny Chesney. And uh, Stog, uh, you will be playing the part of Kenny Chesney now. All of glasses. Okay, uh, this is a song called She Thinks My Specs Are Sexy. <laughs> my specs are sexy. No, specs are sexy. My, my, sexy. Sex, my sex are sexy. <laughs> Look, I make all this money. I can invent new words now. Her legs are sexy. I could pay off all the dictionaries. 
Sliding down my nose in the hot summer sun. My dick heavy specs, Lord, here she comes. Staring at my plastic frames and the lenses are I need to see. I tilt my head a bit and the white rings gleam. Push him up my nose and the girl just beams. Just look at her face. She ain't a fool in me. God. She thinks my specs are sexy. They really turn her on. She's always staring at me while I've got my glasses on. She likes the way they shine just like a coin fresh from the mint. What? What? She's even kind of crazy about my bare eyed skin. She's uh, the only one who really understands what gets me. She thinks my specs are sexy. <laughs> she likes for me to tell her all about my sight. Hell, I can't read the signs or see well at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Everything's a fog, I need a guide dog, if my specs aren't on. She says she's got a dream, and I ask what it is. She wants a house full of myopic kids. And one more teeny weeny squint before I take her home. <laughs> well, she ain't in two legs or a cute tight butt. But if your eyes are bad, man, her lies light up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that are we was... going to over... Are we going to overlay this song with the original music? No. <laughs> no, because you didn't sing it like the original song at all. <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. I didn't listen to it, really. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that was that was pretty great. Um, but this is not. Okay, oh, no. this is this is Paralyzed Lovers by Touch G. Oh, oh no. This is horrible. This is really, really <laughs> bad. Oh, right, you, Jack. Okay. I'll take it. Two lesbians. Well, no, set, okay, set the stage. Okay, yeah. Two two lesbians are in love, and one of them is paralyzed uh, from I, I think the just the legs and oh, or something God. like something like that, and like the other one wants to be paralyzed too, and sure. so one of them takes like a magic potion or something that's turning oh. her paralyzed, and okay. this is what happens. Oh, Susan, watching the transfer, said, "Don't worry." You'll get used to watching where your butt is located. It's second nature to me now. Okay. How do you like having numb and unresponsive parts? <laughs> Amy's response was, Dreamy, Susan. Now I'm your crippled girlfriend. <laughs> I will never even be able to sit up without leaning against something. This is a major mod- body modification, and I love it. <laughs> I hope that you like attending to and making love to a heavily tattooed and pierced paraplegic with a numb breast. <laughs> because She's, that's your fate. She has expository disease. Yeah. With that, Susan wheeled over to Amy and the two women embraced and kissed with Susan jokingly saying, 
maybe I'll have to attend to you somewhat. But don't forget, I'm in control because I can make you topple forward anytime we have a hug. To which Amy replied, (laughs) to which Amy replied, oh, God, I'm so helpless now and numb, too. But I bet I'll come if you nibble on my stretched earlobes. (laughs) All right, ten bucks. (laughs) Now, at this point, I would like to break away and say, yes, this is still on the glasses fetish site. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Needless to say, the two women ended up transferring back to bed. After straightening their flaccid lower bodies and setting their urine collection bags to the side, they started playing with each other, each other with Amy whispering. Uh, oh, Amy's That's the right voice. order. That's the right order. Step one, set your urine collection bag aside. Step two, make out. Gee, now I can only feel the foreplay and have to imagine the rest. Is it really just as good as before? Susan, nibbling on Amy's nostrils, stud, said, Hey, girl. (laughs) It is better than before. With that, Susan started kissing and licking Amy's face, neck, and upper chest. She managed to work her way down to Amy's solitary nipple that retained sensation and gently sucked on it. Soon, Amy was moaning and saying to her, Oh, that feels good, and feels so different. When you lick and suck on it, it almost burns or feels electrified. It's so different than before. I feel like you're giving me uh, contrary feedback here. Oh, that feels different, but good, though. It was so thrilling. Susan was basically biting her nipple, so she couldn't tell that that was going on unless she looked. That's hot. She can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know what's going on. I, I, think, I, I, want to skip, I think I want to skip to rare blood now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is for everybody, too. This is for everybody. Yay. All right. Hi. All right. So this is selections from rare blood. Note, this story is a little different from your regular everyday glasses story. And you're going to have to read it a ways to get to... The good part in bunny rabbit quotes. Myopically speaking, but I assure you there is one. I have attempted to combine my interest in glasses with my impregnation fetish and my interest in vampirism. Yes, there are vampires in the story. And they do drink blood, but nobody dies. And this is not a horror story. Spoilers. (laughs) Oh, man. I forgot about this one. (laughs) But but be advised, this may not be your cup of tea if you are squeamish. This story is also close to my heart because it deals with being adopted like I was. (laughs) Find that to be hot too, freak. I'd just like to point out that the original, the the full story is 16,000 words. I still remember how it all started. Saturday, April 10th, sitting in the doctor's waiting room, waiting to find out why I'd been feeling so tired and bruising so easily lately. I thought maybe he was going to tell me I was anemic or something like that, but I was completely unprepared for what he did say. You have cancer. Oh, 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 no. (laughs) But, But, Levin, what happens next? I was near tears thinking about the child I might never bear when suddenly I remembered something I'd seen on the news about a woman who needed a transplant. I can't remember now if it was 
of bone marrow or something else, but couldn't find a matching donor. So she eventually decided to get pregnant so she could hopefully grow her own donor. Oh! <laughs> Yay! All the right reasons. Luckily, the child matched, and they were able to do a successful transplant and save the woman's life. That is lucky. Like, after how many years? <laughs> no, right off of the right off of the birthing table. Yes. It's a boy! Shoot, here you go. There's an organ farm in my uterus! <laughs> At 22, I was still a virgin, being one of the few remaining old-school romantics who thought that losing it all to my... losing it to my life partner for life on our wedding night. <laughs> and, <laughs> on our matrimonial wedding night. <laughs> and hopefully getting knocked up with the first of many offspring was not only the most morally correct, but also the most romantic and sexiest thing I could do. But if it could save my life. But how, I wondered. I decided to call my doctor and ask about the possibility of this method of treatment. <laughs> Hey, Doc, can I use my own baby for yeah. harvest my own baby for <laughs> spare parts? What does, what does the doctor say, though? Nothing questionable about that. Yes! That does sound like an idea that might work, the doctor said. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. What happens after, what happens after that? Uh, Portex, so why don't you yes. tell us what happens after All that? All right, so after that. In that moment, I was sucking Ashley's blood. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty steady decline here. I had this almost transcendental feeling of losing myself to her. Nothing existed anymore but her hand in my mouth, drinking the potent elixir of life from it. The entire world just melted away, and I just dropped back into blackness until I nearly felt that I, too, would, would faint with the dizzying pleasure rushing through me. As I finally drew back and looked up into Ashley's eyes with what I know must have been a dazed expression, she said, Pretty good, huh? (laughs) With such a mischievous grin that I had to wonder if this wasn't something more than just a little teenage curiosity. If she knew more than she said, though I hadn't a clue as to what that might be. So what? So what? Wait a minute. So what happens after the vampirism? You want to know what happens (laughs) next? And I thought I was speechless before. Why well, had I not even thought of that? My next words were brilliant. C-c-c-contacts? I stuttered. <laughs> <laughs> was it suddenly hot in here or was it just Nate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a problem with that? He asked, gangster style. Oh, no. no. Quite the uh, uh, opposite, really. I, um, I, uh... We did that guy's wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> there, I said it. Somehow I felt calmer having it out in the open, even before I knew his reaction. Hmm, how convenient. It just so happens I like girls who wear glasses. What are the odds? <laughs> Speaking of that, I've been dying to ask since I met you. What's your prescription? Minus 12? <laughs> 13? That's what the police laughed. Opener. <laughs> I laughed. You flatter me, Nate. I'm only minus 10. Nine if you don't count the astigmatism. But I always do. It sounds more significant that way. What's your prescription? 
why don't I go take these killer lenses out, get my glasses, and show you. Oh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Fuck yeah. Uh, this is getting sexy. Stog, take the very next paragraph. With that, he went up. He got up and went to the bathroom. I started to follow him in. I love watching someone handle their contacts, but he shut the door, saying, Look, like I said, you kept me waiting a long time, so I kind of got something else I need to do here, too, okay? So I sat on my bed and listened to him pee for what seemed like an eternity. (laughs) (laughs) A pee eternity, as we call it. Well, I should point out that this is the same person who has the wedding self fetish. This is the same person that wrote that. That makes sense. (laughs) Evidently, he didn't want to go only to have me arrive while he was in the bathroom and miss my reaction to his romantic setup. No wonder he was pissed at me, so to speak. (laughs) When he finally emerged, I couldn't help but gasp. He had taken off the robe and stood before me in nothing but a pair of blood-red silk boxers and major Coke bottles! (laughs) (laughs) Major Coke bottles in a round black wire frame. Not the glasses either! Actual Coke bottles! (laughs) (laughs) Still staring in awe, I asked, So, what are you about minus 20? Now you're flattering me, Jazzy. My exact prescription is R negative fifteen, negative O send five, L fifteen fifty, negative fifteen fifty, negative one, E D plus two. Look, if you're a glass of Roger, Roger. second Kleenex at this point. A D D, I said, as in bifocals. Oh, come here, let me see. No, as in attention deficit disorder. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it considering the way the story's written. <laughs> Can't you see from there? He teased. I frowned and squinted at him. Now that you mention it, I haven't had my eyes checked in a while. I could probably do with a little more power. <laughs> no, wait, okay, so so now it's the glasses fetish story. Okay, what right, happens after right. that? Now you know that it's the glasses fetish. All so. these fetishes are fucking colliding with each other. It's like, a, it's like a 12 car boner boner car pileup. <laughs> it's fetish pudding. It is fetish pudding. When I felt his lips closing over my skin and his mouth beginning to suck my core energy for the very first time, I literally lost my mind. <laughs> And then wrote the story. <laughs> well, so that's past- my excuse, folks. Well, it isn't past tense. He says now that I cried out and that he stopped to ask if I was all right. And I begged him to keep drinking. But I don't remember any of that. All I remember is being blinded by brilliant fireworks and feeling like I was on fire filled with radiant heat and it was all being pulled towards the cut on my chest and I was almost (laughs) certain I could actually see and feel the heat energy being transferred from my body to Nathan's. (laughs) So so that guy turned out to be a vampire too. A psychic (laughs) vampire though. He's he's an energy vampire, yeah. 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 So, so totally it's back. Different. Small world. So it's back to vampires. So whatever happened with the baby? And then, amazingly, on April tenth, 
one year to the day after I received that terrible news from my doctor, I went into labor with my first child. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is going to end well for everyone, I assume. I'd gone through a phase early in my pregnancy when I was enchanted with the idea of natural childbirth and was actually curious about what giving birth felt like. But by now I had decided that there is enough pain in life as it is. There's no need to endure it if you have the choice not to. And having gone through several hours of contractions before reaching the hospital, I'd been told to wait until they were five minutes apart and took their time getting there. I was a most grateful recipient of an epidural. After 13 hours, which felt more like 13 weeks of labor, April rain luck. Yes, a girl. Oh, God. What is that name? What is that name? April Her name is Please Wedgie Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a girl finally arrived, weighing a respectable seven pounds, nine ounces, despite being two weeks early. <laughs> so, the, so that donor turned out to not, that kid turned out to not be... Uh, a match for her, so she has more kids, and right. then... <laughs> okay, so she has some more kids. Yeah. Uh, Wait, doesn't she have bone cancer? I don't... How long is really... she going to survive needing a marrow transplant? <laughs> you know, a couple a hundred years. She's a vampire, <laughs> okay. right? Right, okay. Yeah, she's vampires a live a long time. Hey, wait, that's a good point, though. When did vampires get cancer? <laughs> wait a minute. Both girls... Yes, it seems the ultrasound check had goofed, and now it was also still up in the air as to whether the twins were identical or not. I was hoping for not. Okay. okay. <laughs> this time my doctor okay. came in smiling, a most peculiar smile, and said, Well, this time I have some good news, something we thought was bad news, and some more good news. <laughs> okay. People talk like that. Yeah. The first good news is the babies are both doing well. The bad news is that they are identical. But the good news is they're both a match for you. That's why. That's why she wanted to not be identical. I think so that way there'd be a higher chance of one of them being a match. Time to perform complicated surgery on your infants. <laughs> yeah, I get to survive. <laughs> I can't tell you how happy we were to hear that. Nathan and I both oh, literally Nathan and I both literally wept tears of joy. Instead of which, figuratively weeping tears of joy. Which is what we named one of the twins, Joy Scarlet Luck. Oh damn it. Why why give him a name though? It's kinda like naming your dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> I call you Mark. <laughs> In full. We knew it would come off as a bad pun. Anyone remember the Joy Luck Club? Hey? Oh uh, it's not a pun, it's a reference. Yeah. <laughs> you named your child. That's what a okay. pun is. You named your imaginary story child. Okay, whatever. It's a secret. Don't you know what a metaphor is? It means secret. <laughs> but it was exactly how we felt about her and her sister's birth and the scarlet was our way of commemorating the blood that was such a big part of what has brought us and kept us together uh, <laughs> uh, 
you were born when mom and dad wanted <laughs> mom wanted a donor for cancer and you're named after how we drink each other's blood see so when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much <laughs> <laughs> okay so so after all this madness how does this end uh, well, how does this end? I'm not only going to tell you how this ends, but I'm actually going to, with these two newborn babies, I'm going to give you their uh, prescriptions. Yay! <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. nice. Pretty yeah. thorough. Yeah. Joy and Justice just started kindergarten this fall. Joy in R, negative uh, 17.50, L, 13.75, and a patch. Legally blind. <laughs> and a patch. Her right eye is finally improving, but Nathan wants her in the patch until we're sure she doesn't just start ignoring it again with her left uncovered. Oh. Whatever. Something like that. <laughs> and justice in our... <laughs> no, okay, hang on. Let me try that again. Just so awkwardly worded. <laughs> okay. It's like every time you introduce somebody... So there was my neighbor, John, and his measurements are... <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And Justice in R, negative 19, negative 17.75. Myodiscs, it's already too late to put her in bifocals, and Nate didn't bother prescribing them for Joy either, since she will probably need myos at her next lens change, and in fact is less upset about having a patch than she is about not getting, quote, glasses with neat little bowls like her sister has. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What? This is... This is such a glasses fetishist story, like, nobody else would care anything at all about this. Nope. Phew! The last ten years of my life have been a really amazing ride. I've been diagnosed with and cured of cancer, worked for a few years, became so myopic that I couldn't work anymore, and found the love of my life, and had five great kids! Yay! Happy ending. I can't work, and I crapped out a bunch of kids. <laughs> what would you do if I sang out of two? <laughs> it's also called Mississippi. I don't know if it's right to say I'm glad to have cancer, but I have to admit, the life I have now, which is more than I could have ever imagined, would never have happened if it weren't for my illness and my rare blood. Ah, uh, there you go. Iris out. See, that last sentence ties it all together. Now Lemon did a pun. I hate you so (laughs) much. I hate you. (laughs) I literally... I'm sorry, I'm fucking boiling over with hate. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay, Sober stog is scary. (laughs) I'm not sober now. <laughs> Stock, Stock, I've noticed a pattern recently that these recordings end with you just wanting to punch everything. <laughs> I do. These are awful. Oh my god. Oh. I can see clearly now that the rain is gone. I... And there we go about an hour of a podcast you don't need glasses to listen to. John, what do you think for learn this week? I learned that I never get tired of the porn type description for something really innocuous that the fetish lover loves. <laughs> like whether it's the sneezing forum or this glasses thing or I mean, we've done so many others I probably can't even remember but it's yeah. just 
you know, he sneezed into that, and that just sets them off. They do this lurid description, or his per, her prescription was 15 plus, men of minus. She slipped the glasses off of her face and onto it. And it just, it's so beautiful to see something so, just so benign described so sexily. It's it, hilarious every time. It's totally great. And, you know, bad porn follows, follows always the same rules like if you're listening if you're if you're reading like bad like normal porn then it'll be like hi my name's julie and i have 32 d dits and i have red hair and i also have a piercing like it'll be like a paragraph of that before the story actually starts and then meanwhile you got this where it's like anyway i met my friend margie and she has red glasses and they are kind of thick frames but they're like what this one eye is different from the other and exactly that oh it's 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 really it's all the same writing level, for sure, but with regular porn, especially if you're horny enough, the the sex part does the work for you. It's like, all right, this is written like shit, but hey, tits. But, right. But if it's something of a fetish that you're not attracted to or is just weird, it just throws that into such just such relief how bad the writing is. Yeah. And how like how how like writing that sexy is just like, wow, this is just so great, so dumb. Well, yeah, and it's it's also, I mean, paraphilias are kind of complicated porn-wise because because if it's a paraphilia, you know, a, a porn story goes, you know, A met B and then they fucked, and that's right. that's the story that you have. But but if it's a paraphilia, then it's not necessarily that they meet each other and fuck. So then like they right. meet each other and then they talk about their glasses for a while and then they go away. Like, oh well, <laughs> thanks. I'm yeah, because like in, in real life. It's not. It's not too uh, hard to believe that maybe someone could, uh, you know, two people meet. They could eventually fuck. Like you know, mm-hmm. that's something people do. You know, meet up, yeah. friends with benefits, whatever. But to do the kind of weaving and plot twisting to get to where they're like taking their glasses on and off sexually, <laughs> it's just such a beautiful journey every time. Yeah, and I love it. I'm really into getting beaten. Well, I happen to like beating ladies. I'm so glad we met. Uh, and if you would like to find new friends to be terrified by, uh, please go to our website. That's T-H-E-F-P-L dot U-S. Uh, leave some comments, because that's the only way that we know you're there, other than staring at our Google Analytics, which we also do too often. Yes, and thanks for listening. In fact, I think I'll go to the F-plus right now. Oh, I can't see this keyboard. The keys are too tiny. <laughs> Let's end the podcast! Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so his his measure for measure, uh, this will be very brief, but his measure for measure um, actually is a bunch of diary entries. Oh my god, we still have more to read. <laughs> this is a little bit of it's yeah, so it's diary entries. Um, Boots, uh, do the please do the second paragraph of Tuesday, eight May. At four o'clock, we went down to the locker room. There was nobody else around, and Steve fished the round specks out of his locker, opened the case, and then put them on me. I looked round, and everything was lovely. Steve said in a choked kind of voice, Who's a sexy, spexy boy, then? (laughs) 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 (laughs)